0: Hello and welcome back to the Firestarters Podcast. I'm Colin here with Joe. It's finally almost over. <laughs> and today we've got a little off-season preview. Let's chop it up.
1: Everything little yellow hot.
0: Hit us up at Pop on Twitter. You can email us at thefirestarterspot@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you want to hear. So then we can hook you up with the content that you want. Because we just, you know, we're seeking to, to help you in this off season. We got some, some moves happening. We got some notable free agents. We want to get you in early. If you're in a Dynasty League, you might want to trade for some of these guys. So uh,
1: what's, what's cracking, Joe? We made some money on Christmas. It's pretty cool. We sure did. We we hit a a five-legger across the five NBA games. We had one from each game. We made some money on squads. I think everybody, pretty much everybody made money. Um, Then everybody lost money on the (laughs) the Sunday side of NFL because uh, J-Rob with the uh, partially torn Achilles um, and uh, Miles Sanders breaking his hand kind of, kind of, you know soured the mood but nonetheless hey we, we we seen some green on christmas and it was it was pretty cool everyone was getting involved so if you're not yet part of the sleeper squad uh, you can find that link on our twitter and uh join it's fun it's a blast we chop it up all day long everybody's looking at what they like they're throwing their ideas out it's a collective effort when we can put something together so join the squad
0: Absolutely, and then they're putting out promos left and right now, giving out free money when you join squads. So, I mean, if you're looking for a new one to join, you got to join one with two or more people. Join a Firestarter squad, get your free twenty five bucks, get your free ten bucks. You know, they're just throwing money at you because, I mean, we keep throwing five legs at them and keep <laughs> losing them, so they're they're making it back.
1: I promise. Uh, just always gotta scratch that itch. <laughs> five legs, you get you get three in there, then it's like. Well, this one looks like a lock, too. I might as well just, you know. Yeah,
0: like, uh, I, was, I was sitting there. I'm like, ooh. I, Joe Burrow, he was cooking last time he played the Ravens. I was like, Ty Boyd, three and a half? That's too easy. We Went over that. And then they overturned a, a, a catch, and then he only ended with three. And I was sitting here. I'm like, why did I not just take Joe Burrow completions <laughs> okay. if I thought Joe Burrow was going to cook?
1: Oh. And then everyone's smash the Dak under because he's been yep. shit lately and then throws for with three them, like, bills three in the, thir- the first yeah. half <laughs> and it's like <laughs> oh, oh uh we'll give next time
0: yeah we almost had two 500 yard passers in one day with joe burrow throwing 525 good for fourth all time and then dak prescott hanging it up with 320 halfway through the third quarter he's like yeah no we good i'm gonna
1: take a break now yeah, that was crazy that was crazy. There was some good football. There was good football. on We haven't yeah. seen that in a while. But.
0: And uh, the the reason we're not going to talk about it is because we're <laughs> going to say the same thing that we say every week. We'll say Cooper Cup is really good, and he's winning people leagues. And we'll say uh, Jonathan Taylor, hey, he's really good. <laughs> yeah. He's winning people fantasy leagues. And you're all, it, if you're going to the championship. You know who's good and who's not at this point. If you're not going to the championship, I don't know why you're listening to a fantasy podcast right now. So we're going to shift into that kind of dynasty off-season mode. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into some free agents here.
1: Yes, and we will start off the top with Arizona, who has uh, DeAndre Hopkins out on IR right now. And he's like the only... Wide receivers still locked up next year. And uh, Chase Edmonds is really the only running back locked up next year. So you've got vacancies at the wide receiver two spot, the wide receiver three spot, the RB two spot, the tight end spot.
0: Chase Edmonds is a free agent. So they wow. got no running backs. They <laughs> It's basically going to be DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore and Kyler Murray running it back on this team next year. Because we're looking at A.J. Green, Zach Ertz, James Conner, Christian Kirk, and Chase Edmonds all going to be unrestricted free agents after this year. So, uh, obviously, a couple of those are probably going to get retained, but who knows at the end of the day. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see, and that's kind of what we're going to
1: look at here. I would imagine Ertz re-ups, and I would expect Christian Kirk to re-up. Um, maybe James Conner, too, because he... <laughs> He was really good all year. Yeah, having having that combination of him and Edmonds in the backfield, AJ Green, hard to say. Uh, he's old, so he's on his journeyman chasing ring status.
0: Yeah. So AJ Green's gonna take whoever will offer him the most money at this point, I assume. Uh, James Conner, it seems like he's found a good role here in arizona i mean he's been scoring touchdowns at an unprecedented rate and i mean christian kirk and kyler have a nice connection you see it this week it was a little a little funky because they couldn't get that deep ball yep so it was like he had seven catches for like 43 yards a very waddle-esque stat line um but then you look at like uh chase edmonds and that's where it gets interesting i mean you got that this young pass catching running back everybody's looking for that yep. he's got a really small salary he's only making seven hundred twenty eight thousand. so you you look at that and it's like you do you resign him or is a team gonna pay big money to try to get a guy that has looked really good when he's the lead back when like james connor's down but also is undersized and gets banged up. So Chase Edmonds, if he leaves and they re up James Conner, that could be a big time production for James Conner.
1: Yeah, and then the other idea is what what do we expect this team to do in the draft? I mean skill position players team, teams grab skill position players every year unless you're the Carolina Panthers. Um so <laughs> Could be a team that could go out and grab one of these running backs in this upcoming class, considering they don't have one locked down. Neither of them really seem to be a workhorse. They are more of timeshare backs. Uh, James Conner was pretty healthy all year, which is a good sign, but he's still above that age threshold that we like for a workhorse running back. So that's always a possibility, too. Um, I'm sure we'll be bringing in somebody to talk draft as the off season goes. Cause I don't watch college football. <laughs> you don't watch college football. <laughs> so once we get closer to that, uh, March, April time, I'm sure. We'll be getting some, some people on that. know there's stuff on that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like we had Caleb on a few weeks ago and he provided some really good insight into this 2022 class and kind of went over some of these running backs that, if they land on Arizona and they don't re-up these backs, could be a huge, huge value in both dynasty and redraft where they can just become this workhorse 1A running back, kind of like Najee was in, in Pittsburgh. Yep. And we'll we'll talk about Atlanta next, where if a running back lands there as well, since Cordell Patterson is an unrestricted free agent, Um, and Mike Davis obviously hasn't shown a whole lot as a uh, lead back over there. If they grab a running back too, that could be another premier spot that would be that, vying for that 101-102 in Dynasty drafts and then also in redraft could be top two rounds.
1: Yeah, Atlanta's Atlanta's funny because we really didn't get to see what this offense – was going to look like under Arthur Smith because uh, Ridley was out since, what, week three?
0: Seems like it. I'm, it was I close. Don't know it was that. right around
1: that range. It was that London game. Around, it was between weeks three and five. We haven't had Ridley on the field. And that that is the, you know, the centerpiece of this offense. Everybody else, kind of, their production reacts off of the attention that Ridley gets. So this is going to be a team next season that could look nothing like it looked this season, even if they retain a Cordero Patterson or like a Tajay Sharp, you know?
0: Yeah. Because we just yeah, we just the, don't know. It's a it's a really interesting spot, and it's it's like there's. It's basically a bear cupboard right now in Atlanta. And anything that gets slotted in there has fantasy value because it is so barren. And you have Pitts there, you have Calvin Ridley there. And then if they don't bring back Cordero, you basically have everything else wide open. And anybody that goes there is going to help Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. And then Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley are going to help them. So that that's kind of where I'm saying that running back spot would be really nice to have, like a Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, or if they if they decide to wait a little bit and then go receiver and get a big physical receiver to be next to Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts, you could see somebody with high touchdown upside that can pull doubles away from Ridley and Pitts and just kind of open up that offense.
1: Yeah, there's and they could they could also go quarterback, and I think that's. What's gotta be the case, I mean, how long is Matt Ryan gonna be around? I mean, he seems like he's on the Ben Roethlisberger trajectory. It's yeah, he's he's cooked. It's like you're you're he's put up negative games this year. And that's like scary from a fantasy yeah. perspective. And obviously you gotta be playing pretty bad actual football to do that. And the guys they have slotted behind him are no good, considering (laughs) when they came in against the Patriots and threw two interceptions on back-to-back drives with different quarterbacks in there. I don't think they've got any confidence on what's behind Ryan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you look at these teams that were sitting in that top 8-10 range last season because, obviously – we know that this this upcoming draft the 2022 draft is not being touted as a good quarterback draft you you look at it last year and it's like ooh it'd be really nice to see Justin Fields on this Falcons team yep. or or even Mac Jones like it oh man it's it's tough looking back at like the Falcons and seeing that they're best quarterback on their roster is matt ryan and they might have to take a shot at like a matt corral or kenny pickett or a malik willis like it's it's getting in a in a tough spot or else yeah they might just ride this year one more year with matt ryan but then you start thinking oh are we wasting another year of Pitts? Mm-hmm. are we wasting another year of calvin ridley you know and so we'll we'll see what they do uh notable young way coup it is an unrestricted free agent Let's see the packers make a run at him <laughs> that'd be nice i th- I've,
1: i would assume that they'd re-sign coop i mean he's, he's, he's I'd, really I'd
0: good <laughs> that's what
1: i mean uh, i want i want the packers to slide him a little you know
0: mason can ride off into the sunset he's done his time and then young way can come in
1: and then other notable guys russell gage also a free agent and uh for those IDP people, Foyasad Aluokan is yep. a free agent, and he was, like, I think he was top five linebacker this year. Yeah. This year. Easily
0: the most improved, like, defensive player. Like, he had that DB eligibility last year on Sleeper, and so he was one of those, like, cheat code guys, and then lost that DB eligibility, but more than made up for it yeah. by just being one of the best linebackers, period.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we'll see there's there's gonna be a lot of action with atlanta in the off season, and it, it it's, it's tough would you go get a running back first or would you go get a quarterback first because i mean you can draft a running back in any class
0: yeah yeah i think you gotta go quarterback here with atlanta go because they have a earlier pick if i'm not mistaken i don't know i i'm pretty sure they have their own first and i think that they have to go quarterback there i People are saying, like, oh, the first quarterback isn't going to go off the board till like, 18. No, quarterback – teams need quarterback. Quarterback yeah. solves problems. It fills a lot of holes. So, if they t- can talk themselves into a Matt Corral, if they can talk to themselves into any of these guys, then they'll draft them as high as they want to.
1: Well, the Giants are probably going to have two top ten picks. So, uh, you would assume the first one is going to New York. <laughs> well – I know you saw the report that came out yesterday No
0: That they're planning on sticking With Daniel Jones And Joe Judge Going into 2022
1: Well So uh, 2023 they'll be in the top 10 (laughs) Looking to draft a quarterback Yeah exactly And uh Carolina I think is also Going to be landing in that top 10 So I'd be surprised if a quarterback Didn't go in those first 10 picks. Yeah, yeah I agree. Those and two teams... <laughs> yeah. What can, how can you possibly want to bring back Daniel Jones?
0: Yeah, and like you look at it and there's five guys I can think of off the top of my head where it's like the two DNs with Hutchinson and Thibodeau. And then there's Stingley, who's the corner. And then you got Kyle Hamilton. And then it's like... Do you really – are you going to take, like, the tier drop down for the skill players? Yeah. Or are you just going to take a quarterback? Because I feel like teams are going to start trading up trying to get a quarterback there.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some of these teams just with some sorry, sorry quarterback <laughs> situations. But then you do got a lot of vets, like Tyler Huntley with yeah. Baltimore – Who, what could the Broncos be with him? Better than they are right
0: now. I mean, I watched a game yesterday that had Drew Locke in it, and it was ugly. (laughs) Derek Carr
1: looked like 2016 Derek Carr next to Drew Locke. So, so yeah, I I mean, I think Vets are going to be on the move.
0: Yeah, and I'm we'll get we'll get later we'll get into the Russell Wilsons of the world, the Aaron Rodgers of the world. I mean, all all these guys that are unhappy veterans uh we'll will get into and then teams that could be making a push for them and I would, I assume I mean Atlanta's not one of those teams cuz they're not really good enough. No. no. To justify that, but yeah, we'll we'll get into that. A team that doesn't really need a quarterback, that has a surplus of starting quarterbacks you might say. Uh the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar and Tyler Huntley. Uh they they don't have a lot of guys that of like big name. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of big names that are that are leaving in free agency. And a lot of their guys are coming back from injury. So I mean, the biggest one, Devonte Freeman, but he's going to be replaced by Uh, jk dobbins and gus edwards anyway yep and latavius murray also i mean they they basically brought these guys on as one year mercenary contracts anyway
1: yep and then sammy watkins in the wide receiver room he'll be on his way out i mean you've you've seen what rashad bateman has done with uh even last weekend with josh johnson i mean bateman was incredible so that wide receiver room has improved greatly and I mean Mark Andrews is still a stud and yeah commands a massive target share so um, I really wouldn't be expecting them to go get a wide receiver of high caliber to slot into this offense cuz I mean that's what we were talking about last off season was that was what they need but I mean if Mark Andrews is going to continue to play like this and Rashad Bateman can be that possession receiver
0: yeah exactly
1: it's it's already locked up you're good to go on that end
0: yeah i mean it it never hurts having more weapons but they have a lot of other holes that they can fill uh in the draft and in free agency um than wide receiver right now because i mean duvernay has looked better this year as well hollywood brown has looked really good this year and then bateman when Sammy Watkins is not playing, Bateman has been a stud, like you said. And so, if they they, they want to let Sammy Watkins walk, he can help a team. He'll, he'll, he'll be hurt. He'll be banged yep. up. I mean, that's what we expect from yep. Watkins now. But, I mean, it's nice to have a guy that knows the position, has good hands. So, he'll get signed for, like, a vet minimum to some, like, the Browns or something, and... So, so, so long to yep. Sammy Watkins <laughs> because it's Rashad Bateman's spot, that ex receiver. Yep. So at least we hope so.
1: And then obviously the, the DB spot. I mean, that is what Baltimore is in need of the most. Yeah. Cause I mean, you want to hmm. continue to talk about injuries. I mean, they're just hurt beyond the board at that position. Uh, Deshaun Elliott, their safety, is a unrestricted free agent, um, so that's the other position to look for for yeah. Baltimore.
0: Absolutely, and Deshaun Elliott's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, if they, I, I assume they're going to re-sign him because he's still on his rookie contract, and so they'll they'll probably bring him back. He'll be able to make some big money off of that, and then that's probably where they're going to draft because you see it right now: a couple injuries. Like Marlon Humphreys down and they're they're down their next like three guys yep. and they they have nothing. <laughs>
1: so they're throwing special teamers out there. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it's rough. The hope to hope to stick and make some tackles. So one so it's yeah. just a team basically that gotta get healthy next year. Yep. And then go they from
0: there. The the most unlucky team when it came to injury luck this this season. They they got screwed from this jump yep. like bateman got hurt in training camp <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, exactly it, and then it was dobbins and then it was edwards and it just kept on piling on and i mean even lamar hasn't been able to play all these games mm-hmm. and so uh, so we hopefully uh we can also get a little bit further away from this this COVID stuff and get a little better protocol and We'll be able to just get some nice, solid starting lineups, nice and predictable. That would be nice. So yeah, uh, you got to get healthy for the Ravens, uh, a team that is looking pretty healthy right now yes. and has been playing pretty well as of late. The the Bills, uh, also not losing a ton of impact guys on the offensive end, but somebody that made an impact yesterday was Isaiah yep. McKenzie who will be leaving, a uh, special teams guy, and then one of those mm-hmm. kind of gadget motion guys, just the shifty little slot guy. was. He had like 120 yards. and a Crazy, crazy game yesterday, but he'll be a, a fun wrinkle to throw into any
1: team. And then Emmanuel Sanders is the other guy on offense. Uh, we'll probably see Gabriel Davis move up uh, to that number three wide receiver, take over that spot. Uh, we thought it was going to be this year, then they went out and brought Emmanuel Sanders in. But when you still got Steph Diggs, Cole Beasley, uh, nice guy to have on the roster, uh, but usually not someone uh, you want to be starting week in and week out. But uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, just a guy that pick up on the off season. watch what happens. It's not going to hurt you if you grab him for free, and it's, it's not going to hurt you if you drop him.
0: Yeah, this this would be an interesting team for a wide receiver to land, like one of those physical wide receivers, because they don't really have one of those guys, one of those like a jump ball fifty fifty ball winners. Yep. Yeah, they have. I mean, Steph Diggs, who's a technician mm-hmm. and is always open and makes contested catches, but more so like lower to the ground. Yeah. He's not going up and getting it. He's not the D hop kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a couple of those guys in this draft class with your Traylon Burks and your Drake London that can go up and get it. So it, it'd be interesting to see one of those guys land here and be opposite uh, Steph Diggs because uh, I don't see Gabe Davis being that guy, and then you still have Cole Beasley running the slot
1: there. Now You, you don't really see Josh Allen get to show that arm strength. In yeah. games and having a big, strong, fast guy on the outside to just run the fly down the sideline and have Josh just huck it and see if a guy could pull it down. Yep. That that that'd be nice to see. Uh, just like you know how Herbert, Scott, uh, Guyton, doing that. You know right. that's 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 a piece that could really help the Bills' offense. And then obviously they could still use. A much better running back than the two they have but singletary's been all right uh, these last few yeah. weeks he'd be a nice like rb2
0: on that team yes to to come in in relief of a bigger
1: workhorse. they need they team. need the pounding running back yeah absolutely the goal line and back
0: they need isaiah spiller that would be my ideal spot for isaiah spiller would be buffalo because if they can save Josh Allen from running another goddamn QB power on the goal line. And leading the
1: team and rushing every single yeah, week.
0: Like, please, God, get a workhorse back there soon because I don't want to see Josh Allen. I don't want to see anything happen to him. So. And it's such an I, obvious
1: hole. You've seen it against Tampa Bay two weeks ago, and it's like I don't think they ran the ball once to a running back in the first half. Yeah, and it was disgusting. And then Matt Breida has to be the one to come in and yeah. be your lead back, which is never an ideal situation for a team, especially one that has high hopes to uh, take it to the next step like Buffalo right.
0: does. Exactly. And you're not going to win January football without a running back. Nope. You can't have Josh Allen being that guy, just like we kind of talked about with uh, – not Carolina. Oh, I always want to say Carolina. Uh, Arizona. Oh, yeah. They they rely so much on Kyler making all the plays and doing all the rushing that they don't have that guy that they can hand the ball off to 30 times, mm-hmm. 25 times, and go get the hard yards. So we'll, uh, we'll see if Buffalo addresses that, whether that's in free agency. Maybe a James Conner coming over to yeah. Buffalo could be could be interesting.
1: Um, I, and, but, and that was the first guy that I really thought of that would fit that—just a strong goal line back, short yardage situation back, and right. then he can break uh, large chunk gains if you can get and enough he can catch the for ball him. if yep. he
0: needs to. And then you can have Singletary come in in relief of him because we know we don't want him being like a three down yep. kind of banger. Yep. So that that'd be that'd be an interesting addition for them. a team that needs an interesting addition (laughs) or five, the Carolina Panthers, uh, they, they're in trouble. Yeah. This is, this is tough. They just, they just need a quarterback. I mean, uh, looking at it their their, their free agents aren't like that crazy exciting, like that Cam Newton, but they're not going to bring him back. Nope. Um, and then the only really important guy is Hassan Reddick, yep. who is the pass rusher that has been extremely good. I mean, he had a a torrid start to this season. Yeah. It slowed down a little as of late, but he, he was ridiculous getting about a sack a game. Um, and ed- any team is going to overpay Hassan Reddick after this season. Um, but outside of that, they're basically going to be bringing back that same team. Um, Brandon Zilstra is going to be heading out, maybe slotting in a role for Terrace Marshall.
1: Hey, it's 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 all lining up. It's all <laughs> lining up. Ian Thomas on his way out too. So Tommy Tremble, yeah, will be leading that tight end room. Yeah,
0: traded away. Uh, Dan Arnold to Jacksonville Dan Arnold too. Yep. So that that big Tommy Tremble hype. Uh, maybe maybe go buy him in in the off season for Dynasty because that's a nice young tight end, and then if uh, you get a quarterback that actually can complete some passes in that building, that could be something interesting for you.
1: Yeah, this this team's got to draft a quarterback. They got to do a lot. Talk about a team here. that's also like not ready if they brought in a vet. No, Cause, like you have. That's
0: why it was so confusing when they brought in Teddy last year.
1: Yeah. they just they just want a steady quarterback, but you're not going to get one of the best of the best. This is why they wanted Deshaun Watson so bad, but yeah. but it was never even in consideration from Deshaun's side of things. He was never going to go to Carolina. He was never going to yeah. waive the no trade clause to go to Carolina.
0: Right, and then like they brought in Sam Darnold. <laughs> And it was like, is that the, the, the young quarterback of the future for you after you saw what he did
1: for the Jets? Well, the first, like, the first four games, it looked like it. Yeah. He, <laughs> and then all of a sudden true. it took one game for him to lose his confidence and he Back was to, seeing ghosts. Sammy.
0: Yeah. So this, there, there's so many holes that they need to address. Uh, another team that would probably be a lot happier if they had Justin Fields instead of J.C. Horn. Uh, I mean, it's just, they they had so much, I mean, I know they traded for Sam Darnold before the draft and they traded like a second round pick for him. But if Justin Fields is sitting there at eight, like you just have to pull the trigger on that. Mm-hmm. And let him sit behind Sam Darnold if you have that much faith in Sam Darnold. But at at some point, it's like, you want to have as much ammo as you can in the chamber. And, if you have two good quarterbacks, that's not a bad thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could have did the same exact thing the Bears did this year with Sam Darnold yeah. instead of Andy Dalton.
0: Exactly. just blows my mind that, that NFL teams can't just have two quarterbacks. Like, they can't – they would rather – the. I mean, the Broncos did the same thing, and we'll talk about them later, but it's like – I you're really going to go after a corner top 10 instead of potentially a guy that can change your franchise. Yeah, Like it's just, it, it it's confusing.
1: And not to mention there's there a CMC injury all year. So we have no clue what that's going to look like going right. forward. Um, Cause Chuba really didn't fill in as nicely as we were hoping. No. Then again, when Cam Newton became the quarterback, did you really expect him to? Yeah. You're getting zero goal line touches when Cam Newton's in there as quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. A team that needs a lot. Needs Absolutely. A lot.
0: Uh, but the team that did the right thing and drafted Justin Fields, nope. <laughs> uh, the Chicago bears, they have a few notable guys that are actually, well, should be fantasy relevant, uh, going into next season. Uh, First and foremost, the poster child for a fantasy bust, Alan Robinson, yeah. uh, going to be a free agent after this year. Twenty-eight years old, uh, making seventeen point eight million dollars. It's he's obviously does not want to be there anymore. Uh, so where where is he going to go to be happy? That's that's the question. And is he going to be fantasy relevant? next year i mean that's an unanswerable question but one that i have
1: i mean you would think he's going to be relevant he was so good last year he was a top 12 receiver I, last he's been year Been so good every year and we th- i'm still convinced that whatever hamstring injury popped up late in the season i think that was a thing the entire season that it was something he was just dealing with and then it only came out when he was literally unable to play. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think I think that was what really derailed everything for him. Not so much uh, him just stopping running his routes and him having to deal with Andy Dalton throwing him passes uh, uh, to start the season.
0: Yeah, when Allen, when Allen Robinson has played a full season outside of 2016. He has been a top 10 wide receiver.
1: There you so
0: go. So y- you have to assume if he goes, it like, I, I don't know exactly, like, where my ideal situation for him is. Uh, but, ooh, I know my ideal situation. If he goes to Buffalo. <laughs> I was just. Because <laughs> we just got done talking about how Buffalo needs a ball winner. He needs that 50-50 yep. guy. If If he goes to Buffalo. And uh, I mean that might not be great for Digs, but that would be that would be a nice nice situation. Get a quarterback that can sling the rock around, uh, that's not bad at football. So so he can endure the cold for a couple more years. Go go to Buffalo and that that'd be
1: nice. Beat up on the Jets twice a year. Then other notable players. On Chicago that are on the way out. Tight ends Jimmy Graham and Jesse James. So Cole Komet uh, should He's been looking good really lately. solidify himself. Yeah, oh yeah. He should solidify himself as a red zone target hopefully next year with both of these guys gone. Because you know that's literally all Jimmy Graham is. And Jesse James is basically that same thing too. Then they're also losing... Uh, Along with Allen Robinson, Marquise Goodwin will be out and Demir Bird will be out. So Ooh. I'm sure this team's going to be drafting a wide receiver. They're going to
0: draft Garrett Wilson. It just, he's Justin Fields' teammate. That, that's been go. the theme last that's, year. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And they have that pick right in that range where wide receivers start going off the board. He's touted as one of the top receivers. If they don't get him, they'll get Olave. Ooh, mm-hmm. there you go! I like that. It is all lining up. I like that, and then you'll also probably see a little value bump to Darnell Mooney this offseason just because yeah. of how he's performed without Allen Robinson, and then if they can bring somebody in to draw a little attention away from him, I mean he's he's been playing very very well. So, uh, yeah, we'll 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 see about that. And uh, obviously Nick Foles and Andy Dalton are on the way out. Unquestionably, Justin Fields' quarterback room. Yes, going forward, uh, they'll bring in some veteran to back him back him up, like a Chase Daniel type. But uh, moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals, who put it on the, the Ravens. Uh, they they are a good, fun, young team, and the Joe Burrow
1: moxie. Yeah, he's.
0: Uh, Basically, the D coordinator, Wink Martindale, he's like, hey, don't put a gold jacket on him yet. And he's like, well, I'll just go uh, get the franchise record for yards in a game and be cemented in the record books top five for passing yards in a game. You know, No big deal. He's smoking the cigar, oh, saying man. I took that shit personal.
1: <laughs> it was a clinic. Yeah. It, it was T. Higgins. Just She's exploded. absurd Absurd, absurd day. With 194 receiving yards and two touchdowns, that was like, I seen a meme and it was, things getting in the way, of you, and a fantasy (laughs) football championship, and they're just listing names and it was it was Burrow, it was T Higgins, it was Debo Samuel. Oh man, it was like, these are some of the guys that you had to survive, uh, the onslaught of to get through, but. I mean, a forty burger. Yeah, on twelve of thirteen. Jeez, <laughs> it's just there all day.
0: And then for Burrow. That, uh that last bomb to Joe Mixon, it. Zach Taylor told Burrow, he's like, "Hey, just take the check down. You know, don't do any scrambling. You know, fall down if you're gonna get sacked." And Joe Burrow was like. Man, I can get 500. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> he threw a 51-yard bomb to Joe Mixon.
1: It would have been the check down. Yeah, right. That was the check he down. Just, you know. Know. He was ad lib, not me. <laughs> you know,
0: I was reading. But, yeah, uh, Liz is a, has Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill. Oh, my God. Lost to a team <laughs> with Joe Burrow t higgins and joe mixon <laughs> oh man Damn. so it, it didn't matter what you had That's to tough. throw at the, these Bengals because they they were throwing back but and on top yeah. of this they they're not really losing anybody that is uh Mm-mm. like instrumental to this team and how they're built i mean Joby might be a loss, but, I mean, uh, I can't remember the, who they drafted this year, but it should slide in and replace him.
1: They got Osai, who was out yeah, all exactly. year. Yeah, he should, exactly. He should slide in. And then, I mean, you still got Sam Hubbard, uh, Trey Hendrickson. I mean, they're good up front. Yeah. Um, I would expect them to probably get a linebacker, I would say, in the draft. I mean, you've got Logan Wilson, and I think it's Jermaine Pratt are your two starting yeah. linebackers. So getting one of those freak athletic Micah Parsons game record types is kind of what their defense needs. Cause they are a lot of a Ben don't break defense. They don't have that over the top playmaker, but from an offensive standpoint, I mean, CJ Uzoma is probably the most notable guy. That's going to be a free agent. And so you can go grab a tight end. Yeah, exactly. And slot him right in and, I mean, you've got three incredible receivers that are locked in. You've got the quarterback. You've got the running back. So you're looking at O-line and you're looking at defense.
0: And, uh, oh, uh, Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates is the big one. But, I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll find a way to re-sign him because he's just one of their better players in general. But moving on to the Cleveland Browns, they don't have much that they're losing in this offseason due to unrestricted free agency. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Anthony Walker is a big piece in that defense, as is Jadavion Clowney. He's been kind of having a little bit of a resurgence here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the offensive side of things, you got Njoku and Rashard Higgins. And they are in the market for a wide receiver. Yeah. They need a wide receiver yeah. one. Bad. Uh, they they lost Odell. He never really worked for them. Jarvis obviously has not been that guy. So if if they can get if one of those guys lands on the Browns, it could be a little sketchy for fantasy uh because they'd yeah. be tied to Baker unless they make a run at one of these quarterbacks that's unhappy in their situation. But I mean, it, if they can get one of these guys that can slot in and be a wide receiver one in this team, could be huge huge target share, huge value
1: for them. Yeah, and then David Njoku is a guy that I would just pick up if he's on waivers and slot him on your roster and just wait to see where he lands. Because imagine if he lands in Cincy as their starting tight end. Because the odds are they don't bring him back. He wanted to be traded all year in the first place. They have Harrison Bryant. Um, So it's like they have have Austin Hooper too. (laughs) So it's like uh, I, I don't expect him to come back so and he is one of the more athletic tight ends in the league so uh, he is a guy that i would be uh, monitoring have him on your watch list and and see where he signs because he could he could blow up if he is the undisputed tight end one on a team
0: absolutely and there i mean there's a few spots that he could land that would be nice and one of those would be, like, even the Packers, who don't really have a tight end one lockdown. I mean, Bob Tanyan yep. should be coming back, but I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. So we'll we'll see uh, what what happens with that. But Njoku absolutely could be a tight end one spot. And he's still only 25. It feels like he's been in the league for a long time, but not mm-hmm. quite. That's about all of the very, like, notable guys uh, for the Browns. They don't have many guys... That's contract are up, uh, so yep. we can move on to a team that has plenty of contracts that are going to be up after this season. Yes, with the Dallas Cowboys, um, again, the, the the biggest names are probably Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz, who yep. have been huge, and then uh, Cedric Wilson as well. Uh, he's been good in in spot starts here and there. But Michael Gallup is probably the most interesting because he's been stuck behind a rotating cast of really good receivers in Dallas. And he himself mm-hmm. has been really good when he gets a chance to kind of command a lot of targets. So be, yep. I, I, I want to see him on his way out and go somewhere to be a number one or a number two receiver.
1: Another guy that could go to Buffalo. Yeah, that'd be nice, and and be that guy because he's made some just incredible grabs, just high-pointing a ball in stride in the back of the end zone, uh, getting the feet down. He he's got sweet feet, uh, to say the least. Um, so Dallas could see another wide receiver coming in i mean you also have noah brown on the way out malik turner on the way out so you're looking at amari cooper cd lamb and then blank yeah right you know they, they love those three wide receiver sets um, i'm dalton schultz it's kind of tough because they do have blake jarwin right who was hurt all of last year hurt a majority of this year um, so you don't know if they're going to be thinking Jarwin as that uh, tight end one or if they're going to want to bring back Dalton Schultz as a tight end one and then have uh, Jarwin be that depth piece. Right.
0: And then they also have a lot of guys on defense that are instrumental in making this work with, like, Randy yep. Gregory and Jaron Curse and and uh, Keanu Neal, Leighton Van Esch, uh so on like all these guys are really good and they a lot of them are starters Yeah exactly
1: and all I mean, these even Demonte KZ right. was, and
0: has been starting games I mean D'Orance Armstrong last night was really good and when he got his chance to go So all all these guys are f- unrestricted free agents so they're going to have to allocate their money uh they this defense has been winning them games and so, we'll we'll see if like what direction they end up going this off season, if they want to keep this defense intact, or if they want to keep this offense intact. And then, like, given that, we'll see if they lean defense, it might hit fantasy value for these offensive guys because they might end up going to more of a run heavy approach, more of this ball yep. control, where you see these Super Bowl teams. Kind of lean that direction where they, they want to just get through the season, get through healthy, and control games on the ground and with their defense rather than put up fifty points against the Reds. Uh, excuse me, against the football, team,
1: <laughs> football on team, Sunday night football. So, yeah, well, I mean the defense helped out. It's true. The defense got it's their true. fish. They had, a, they had a they touchdown too, and a so. block
0: for a touchdown. So,
1: <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah. So so we'll we'll see. Um, tony pollard i believe is a restricted free agent as well so it'd be interesting to see where he ends up if he if they end up retaining him i assume they will for one more year yeah, i would uh, think because so. he's just been really good in relief of zeke and just to kind of take a little
1: bit of that load off of zeke yeah i, th- I think they like having the the one two punch with the two guys save zeke for when yeah. it matters
0: and uh, speaking of a one two punch, Melvin Gordon is a unrestricted free agent for the Denver Broncos. Uh, so Ooh. I would, uh, w- I know <laughs> if you've been tuning in to the podcast, you know we want to see him out. <laughs> uh, we would like to. S- nothing, nothing against Melvin. Melvin. Nothing against Melvin. We love us some Javante. Uh, yes. So we, we'd like to see him head out. Uh, all of their best pieces are really young. So none of those guys are looking to be on their way out and I would assume they're going to go O-line or they're going to go quarterback, O-line, defense. Are probably going to be their top 3 priorities this offseason. Uh yeah, it, it just makes sense. Obviously like we see it they don't have the answer to quarterback. They have Teddy no. and Drew Lock and every time you watch a Broncos game, you're like Cortland Sutton has one catch again? Jerry Judy has two for 24 again? Like, it's just so disappointing. It's disgusting. It's like, we're looking at these sleeper squads, and I'm like, hey, Sutton's at two and a half. I'm going to bet the over. And I'm looking, and I'm like, damn. Two, two, one, two, four, two, one. I'm like, damn, he's a, he hasn't cracked three receptions in, like, five weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So much. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is a free agent, so he'll be on his way out. We're assuming. I mean, we don't know for sure, obviously. Uh, And uh, again, Melvin Gordon, free agent. Uh, Javante has been so good. Uh, Melvin Gordon is making eight mil. I assume they're not going to pay him that. If they bring him back, it would have to be a more team-friendly deal. So, and. He's going to probably get a bag from somebody. It's just how it goes.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would, it would be a really nice ad for them. <laughs> it's
1: like Buffalo is our team of the day, but they, they have those two glaring holes on their offense, and these guys are good enough to be serviceable if you slot yep. them in for them. And then, like, from the defensive side of the ball, they they don't have an inside no. linebacker at all, so um, I would think that they would go the the veteran route and bring in a guy to play linebacker for him, because uh, they they haven't had a steady hand in the middle. Straight, I don't know for how long.
0: Yeah, it's been a long. Time. I mean it's it's just been <laughs> run,
1: <Right>. <laughs> and 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 he's not much of a middle not, linebacker. Not he's. On the edge of pass rusher. So, yeah, the de- their defense, it'll be interesting to see if they keep any of these guys like Kenny Young, who they ended up trading for. for him. I mean, it, it, A.J. Johnson, yep. he's old. Uh, Josie Jewell, I don't think he's that old, but he's, he's not a high-market name by any means. So
0: Yeah, it, it'd be interesting, like, these guys that kind of roll around like Christian Kirksey. That they're going to be a free agency or, uh-huh. the, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure we'll get to some names later that – Anthony right, Walker. Uh, yeah. I, I I'm know. sure we'll get to some names later that, that, that we'll be like, oh, yeah, that would be that'd be a nice add for Denver to the, that linebacker room. But Foyasad. <laughs> Foyasad a the linebacker there. He, he'll rack up some tackles. He's going to – he's going to yeah, get a bag. Somebody, somebody that needs a, a linebacker will – We'll throw some money at him. But, yeah, uh, Denver also n- needs to fill a lot of holes. Um, hopefully they get a quarterback one way or another. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers has been linked to them since last last offseason because of their weapons. Uh, yep. What I would do is I would go and try to acquire both – Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton in your dynasty leagues this offseason. Assuming that they do get a quarterback <laughs> one way or another, because uh if they do get whether it's Deshaun Watson, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Russell Wilson, if any decent quarterback is in he- Ryan Fitzpatrick, like and Tyler Hunter, right, anybody with a pulse that can come into this offense will be an upgrade. And yeah then you get start servicing these elite wide receiver talents and you'll you'll be seeing a uptick in value there.
1: Yep. I agree. And then like staying with quarterback, you know, Detroit <laughs> it's like, how long is Goff really gonna be there? You know he's not the answer. Yeah. But yeah, you're swinging for the fences. I mean, talk about a team that has no-name players up and down the roster.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh man, this is this is gonna be a tough one. I mean, on the bright side, they don't have a lot of guys leaving in free agency because they <laughs> don't have a lot of guys.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: uh, for real. They gotta have money. They gotta have money somewhere. So, I yeah. mean, why are they done paying Calvin Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. They, I mean. They need everything. They need to address
1: every position. So, Except running back. Yeah, exactly. DeAndre That's, Swift, Jamal Swift Williams are really good. And, and uh, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. You're good at tight end. And then
0: Amin Ra. Fun fact. Uh, Surging. There are only, I think, four receivers that have more fantasy points than them over the last four weeks. Those are uh, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup and one other guy, and then it's Amon ra So, <laughs> like uh, that. feeling pretty good with his target share. I mean, uh, if they don't bring in anybody of note, which I assume they won't because there's no real reason to unless they draft somebody, uh, Amon ra could be a sneaky add this offseason in redraft. Obviously, people in Dynasty are going to be holding on to him for dear life. Uh, what do you think? You think this is a hell window for Amira or or what? What's going on here?
1: <laughs>
0: Not me. <laughs> I didn't yeah, think. I didn't guy. think so.
1: Oh, I'm I'm locked in. This is what I've been waiting all year to see. He he's been riding the pine all year. Yeah. Man, blowing up.
0: Yeah, I mean you they they it. have you just they had him playing like sixty percent of snaps because they were limiting him to only slot work, and now they're letting him play every wide receiver position. He's yeah. playing like 90% of snaps. He's been dominant. So, And they've they, they won games <laughs> with uh, him being yeah. their best receiver. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. There might be a correlation there.
1: I mean, you're losing Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond, who were the only other two notable names at the wide receiver position for him. Uh, Kaderil Hodge. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, nope. nope. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and then their defense is they they drafted uh, Chris Barnes, was it? No. Uh, Bucky Barnes. 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 <laughs> was Derek, Derek was, Barnes. Was, Derek Barnes, there you go. Yeah. Um, I would assume he's going to be playing a lot next year Yeah. at linebacker. With uh, Alex Anzalone on his way out, I, I doubt they bring him back. Um, their, their, their defense they just Ooh, need everything. They're, they're probably <laughs> gonna go
0: Kyle Hamilton. Or no, they're if they don't have one of the top two picks, because you assume the top two picks are gonna be these DNs that are yes. been being pushed this whole time. And I think right now it's the Jags, and then the Jets are <laughs> one and two for picks. They might go Kyle Hamilton. With uh, pick three, the safety out of Notre Dame, because they are losing Tracy Walker, who is a safety. Or mm-hmm. Tracy Walker will be a free agent, so that would be that'd be an interesting
1: addition for them. It's going to be one that you just got to yep. wait till it happens and then react, because it, it's way too hard to even it's guess what this team's going to be doing absolutely. in the offseason.
0: season. Uh, a team that's going to be very hard <laughs> to guess what they're doing in the off season, man. Uh, hometown Green Bay Packers, uh, very notable free agents. Um, top of the list, Devontae Adams, underscored free Adams. agent. Uh, couldn't come to an agreement before last season basically was like, hey, I'm the best wide receiver in the league. I'm going yeah, <sighs> like to it. give me the most money yeah. that a wide receiver is going to make. And the Packers are like, oh, we'll talk about it. Season started. He's like I'm not talking anymore And so here we are <laughs> And I assume If Rogers leaves He's going to leave he He's probably going to stay he's But stay. I don't know if that's the case Because I I don't know if The Packers are going to Pay Top dollar for a receiver But if that's in Aaron Rodgers' Conditions <laughs> Hey I'll stay if you Resign Devante. And, uh, well, maybe
1: you got the, it's the top touchdown combination for yep. the Packers. How do you not just lock them down, pay them? It's the best case scenario by far for green Bay. Yep. I mean, we can preach it. Everybody in the city knows it. It's Rogers to Tay. it's that it's obvious
0: automatic. Exactly. You see it every week. It's like, oh, another eight receptions, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Yeah. Two touchdowns. Easy.
1: Clockwork, baby.
0: It's clockwork. Uh, MVS is uh, another free agent after the season, along with Equanimia St. Brown. I mean, not huge names, but uh, important pieces for Green Bay. And MVS could absolutely make a difference somewhere. I mean – one of those deep mm-hmm. threat guys, also like six foot four, uh, pretty limited in terms of where he's playing on the field and what he's doing. But I mean, like I said, really good field stretcher. So a- anybody that needs a field stretcher could definitely go after MVS. Like, a, a, I feel like he'd look good on the Cardinals because uh, Christian Kirk.
1: I was thinking Seattle. Seattle. I and feel like they don't really yeah. need him, but. That's, like, the type of guy that Russ could make look really good just because of how good Russ's yeah, deep wrong. ball is.
0: Where do I want MVS to go? MVS would be good on the 49ers. I mean, keep him. That, he, that's very good true.
1: Here. If we keep Tay and Rogers, he is Absolutely. very good here. He helps out a lot, you know. 49ers was the other team I was thinking of, but you're not – Jimmy G's not on cork and yeah, deep balls. And,
0: like they they could use a deep threat in theory. But they wouldn't be able to use a Trey deep Lance threat. Unless Trey Lance is
1: quarterback. Like Yeah.
0: So yeah, uh other than that, I mean Devondre Campbell, big IDP asset, he's been great this year.
1: I would I'd be shocked yeah, if they don't bring Agreed. Me I mean, we're we're like last year Kirksey was very mediocre i mean Devondre campbell has been absolutely incredible. and and if with joe barry coming in you got dre in there man in the middle you you got to keep that yep. then like you were saying earlier bob Tanya at tight end yeah with the torn acl yeah
0: so. it'll be interesting to see if they just re-up him because i know him and again aaron Rodgers is kind of the key to this whole thing. Him and, and Rogers have mm-hmm. a good connection or like friends. So it, it'd be interesting to see if they are kind of leaning into that Rogers GM <laughs> type of thing yep. where it's like, Hey, you go ahead. You like, if you want a
1: guy, we'll try to get him." And Rogers is a smart person. Yeah. So he's not going to be s- saying just, telling you to go get every guy you know i'm sure he knows how salary cap works i'm sure he knows everything that's possible as far as getting paid because he can put that all together so it's like it's the demands aren't going to be out of this world they're going to be something that you can make work
0: yeah so we'll we'll see if they if they do lean into that he keeps saying on his Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays that he's in good conversation with Goody uh, about most things. And, I mean, they brought in Randall Cobb specifically for this reason uh, just to make him happy. So we'll see if they, again, keep leaning into that or if they, I mean, decide to get rid of Rodgers because that's also on the table. And then this offseason could look a lot different.
1: Yep. That's there's there's two ways to this. <laughs> and it is it is in one man's hands for the most part. Yep.
0: Uh but uh we can move on to a team that could be ravaged by free agency because there's about like th- this yeah, I have to <laughs> scroll <laughs> you just to keep see scrolling all these people <laughs> that uh, are on unrestricted free agents for Houston. I mean I don't recognize many of the names, but uh, I mean... Danny Amendola. Christian Kirksey we were just talking Rec, about. Rex Burkhead. Tyrod know. Taylor. Hardy
1: Nickerson Jr. David Johnson, former RB1. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean... But with this yeah. team, what's important is going out and grabbing Davis Mills. Because Davis Mills might be yeah. a guy. Go get Davis Mills. If you are in an awful quarterback situation in Dynasty and are starting... Journeymen, I would just try to go get Davis Mills if he's yeah. available because I'm assuming they're going to start him next year. Especially
0: if you're in a super flex league because those – I mean, there's only 32 starting quarterbacks. And yeah. if Davis Mills is going to be one for 16 <laughs> games – or 17 games next year, I mean, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's – yeah, at least have one of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Davis Mills, I, clearly – Deshaun Watson is not in the future plans for this team, pending the results of his trial and all that. Uh, so that that is a a big kind of question mark around this team, which I mean it was before the season, uh, has been all season. Uh, so we'll we'll see where that ends up. If he gets traded, they have. So the Texans do not own their first round pick. Uh, which is pretty rough <laughs> given their situation. But that's kind of where I'm going with uh, if they can trade Deshaun Watson probably after his trial, uh, see kind of what happens with that, and then maybe be able to pull a first-round pick back in that trade, uh, which is what they're looking for. They said they are looking for two firsts and two starters and whatever else, super outlandish. But, I mean, if – if innocent it's one of the top quarterback assets in the league um so yeah we'll 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 see how that plays out that's kind of what's looming over this franchise in general there's not really a good way to talk about him without talking about that so
1: and then everything else around i'm it's just a whole lot of depth I mean, Chris Conley, I mean, he is, like, their third wide receiver. You'll probably – I mean, David Johnson, this team needs a running back.
0: Yep. Uh, This could be one of those workhorse spots that you just don't want to watch. Like, if you you end up drafting him, like, if Brees Hall gets drafted here and you draft him, it's like, okay, he's going to get – like ninety percent of the snaps, he's gonna get ninety five percent of the touches out of the running back spot, and I'm not gonna to want to watch any of them. <laughs> and he's gonna get you that fifteen twenty points because he's gonna get all the touches. Kind of how like James Robinson was with that Jags team this year and last year, where it just gets all of the volume on a bad team. So it does good enough. So. That that could be an interesting wrinkle, whether that's through the draft or, again, through free agency. Um, and you'll you'll see a lot of, like, the random guys going to this team, like the <laughs> the Chris Conleys of the world like you did this year, the Danny Amendolas where it's like, oh, he's still in the league. You'll see that again next
1: year because this team is going to be god-awful. It's true. It's true. I mean, Rex Burkhead toted that thing for him, so maybe the running back position. <laughs> You know, it won't be too bad. I and mean, you put up a one. I mean, Rex Burkhead is an unrestricted free agent, so. I don't know if you'll. I'm just, I'm just saying, whoever they bring in. Oh, know, yeah, exactly. May, might, might get some work done on that. Yeah, it, yeah, you know. I agree. You never, you never know. I don't know. That's a bad football team. <laughs> What's your coach's name?
0: Oh, I don't know. He was a pastor <laughs> for, the, for somebody, something like that.
1: I have no clue. Uh, the only anyway. guy I was reading the names of all the coaches and and I had to do process of elimination to figure out that he was the Texans coach. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't. It is week eight, and I was like, I haven't heard this guy's name yet once. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. Uh, a
0: team that has a running back that totes rock.
1: My guy, uh, He's the so Indian- good. Indianapolis Colts. He's so good
0: have some some interesting pieces leaving i mean you got guys like ty hilton uh zach Pascal, that are heading out in that wide receiver room that's their wide receiver two and three so they'll need to address that if they don't bring those guys back uh also mo alley cox Again, is, uh,
1: what's what's is paris campbell hurt is he done for the year
0: I mean I I think so. I haven't seen them <laughs> I haven't seen them since like week 2.
1: I mean they don't throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. Good so on, good for them. For the most part, all those guys are irrelevant anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh if they whoever they have as their wide receiver two or one if they get a, one of these big name guys will be relevant just based on target share. Uh I mean Michael Pittman will basically be the only – and, like, Ashton Doolin will be the only wide receivers left on this roster. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what they end up doing. I mean, what they should do is what's been working for them, and that's running the ball and playing sound defense.
1: Yep. So, they look, can keep doing looking that. Looking around, I mean, not a lot of guys leaving. No. That Nobody. affects either of those.
0: Yeah, outside of uh, – their left tackle Eric Fisher. Yep. There's not really anybody. Obviously, JT is not going anywhere. Marlon Mack is out, but he hasn't done anything in a few months. Um, and yeah, they'll have that core. So keep toting the rock. JT is going to be 101 next year. It's pretty. It's simple as oh. that. He's dynasty yeah. 101. He is redraft 101. Uh, JT is the king. He's on top of the hill. It's crazy.
1: That is crazy.
0: Uh, with Jacksonville this is our next AFC South team. Uh,
1: it's not all relevant.
0: Least, yeah, they they just suck. I mean, it it all is going to come down to if Trevor can make the next step, who they get at coach. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably re-sign DJ Chark, and if Travis Etienne is good. Because that's basically, I mean, they they got (laughs) to nail the draft and they got to nail this next coach. And then Trevor can kind of start to thrive, hopefully. So outside of that, I mean, they're not really losing anybody that good because they don't have many very good players on their team. Uh, Cam Robinson, their left tackle, they'll probably re because he's good. Uh, But, yeah, not much else here
1: very similar to Houston and Detroit you it's a bunch of names that are you can disregard yeah cuz
0: all they do they were they're really bad very young and then they just sign a bunch of veterans to fill the rest of the holes so not a whole lot there for Jacksonville like i said nail the draft and they should be okay uh Kansas City Kansas City is an interesting team uh they've kind of had a resurgence late in the season um they have a lot of these guys that they've brought in like the melvin ingram uh to kind of fill in um josh gordon yeah oh, man tough you know tough he's there.
1: for my guy he's there <laughs> come on Sorry. bro what's, that? what's so funny oh,
0: i'm just i feel bad for it i remember there was a period where people were like yeah use your waivers on josh gordon because he be the chiefs but i mean if, you're, so not, if you were smart you didn't fall for it yeah right um daryl williams is a running back that's interesting because he's been really good uh mm-hmm. with with no clyde um They're losing, or that they have a few O linemen up for free agency, like Orlando Brown. And Mitchell Schwartz is the other one that I'm sure they will try their best to re sign because their job is to protect (laughs) Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yep. And that's important. That's very important.
0: The the most important job in the NFL right now is protecting that 10 year, like seven. Thousand million dollar contract because that is a big investment. <laughs> Byron Pringle could be an interesting addition for somebody. He's a wide receiver up for free agency.
1: Marcus Robinson, yep. also. Been. I mean, like you, like you said, earlier Josh Gordon. I mean,
0: yeah, uh, sure. Could. Tyron Matthew. That's a name. That is a name. I, I don't know if that he's going to go anywhere and help anybody, but he's, you know. I'm sure Kansas. He he loves Kansas City, so he's probably just going to stay there.
1: Yeah. I, I would think. Sound bad. Same with Tre'Davious Ward.
0: Yeah, Charvarius. That's yeah. So, not not a whole lot of interesting stuff. I mean, they're going to be picking at the bottom of the first round again. Uh, they don't have a lot of free agents leaving of note. They'll just resign the guys that they like and run it back next year, most likely. As they've been doing yep so that'll be the the first half of our kind of off-season preview looking at free agents you know moves that we want to see moves that will probably happen team needs that kind of stuff uh we'll we'll come at you with the second half in the near future uh but yeah i mean let us know what you think
1: let us know if uh if you think we're wrong uh, but, anyways, with with that, yeah. that'll be the first yes. half of the guys that we're covering, the teams. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, we did our uh, season preview before. We did the the AFC and the NFC. This time, we're uh, just yep. going in alphabetical order. You know, we we like to change things up. Yeah, <laughs> mix it up. Uh, yeah. But we uh, appreciate the listen. Uh, you can follow us at Pod on Twitter. You can email us at the at gmail dot com, and we will. Talk at you next time. Squad, Bye bye.